Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Bill Press Show. Yes, it is the Bill Press Show. Thank you all so much for joining us here for our weekend podcast. It's where we get a chance to uh, unpack some of the stories that we want to talk about but don't necessarily have time for during the week. And we want to join some of our friends that can't be here with us in studio this week. It is Amy Parnes. Amy Parnes from The Hill and also the author, co-author, I should say, of the book Shattered Inside Hillary Clinton's Doomed Campaign. Amy, good to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining me. Of course. Thanks for having me, Peter. Well, I want to I pick up with uh, a, a story that you wrote that I'm really, really glad that somebody took this on because we remember famously back in 2016, Michelle Obama coined the now- infamous phrase when they go low we go high and i remember at the time thinking oh that's kind of silly and (laughs) it was silly enough to get adopted by the democrats on just about every level in 2016 but you have a piece uh up at the hill.com that you uh wrote with mike lillis saying the democrats are ready ready to move past this go high message how are they ready to move on past this, Amy? It's so funny because I started hearing about this about a month ago, um, and I did another story that was very similar to this one, that um, I started hearing from more Democrats who were saying, we need someone who um, can get in there and punch him right in the face, punch President Trump right in the face. And I thought that was kind of interesting because on the heels of 2016 and on the heels of Michelle Obama saying this, you know, they they tried their best to take the high road. Um, but I don't think that was effective enough. You can't, a lot of people feel like you can't um, take on someone who is um, kind of like a playground bully and act like you're above it. Um, so they want someone now to kind of go in there, get in, get in on the fray and, um, and not be above the fray and, and um, kind of you know, punch him in the face, as one one person told me. And I talked to someone, I talked to Philippe Reines, who was, um, you know, Hillary Clinton's longtime communications advisor, who played Donald Trump in in the um, in these debate preps that she had. All and right. he was one of the people who was actually saying that, that Democrats should do this. I, I look, I, I had the same exact thought when people were fawning over Michelle Obama's words. And like, yeah, it's a great sentiment. And and all that, but I also just have this image of Democrats fading into obscurity while shouting into the void. At least we were decent people, and like I just I don't know why they think that just sort of being the better person is going to win in politics when that's just never really been the case. This I think 
was uh, specifically highlighted recently when Michael Avenatti, the attorney for Stormy Daniels, who is now impossibly running for president, it seems. Uh, I mean, you know, it's so funny, Amy, because here on the show, we've we've asked multiple reporters, you know, is he serious? Is he actually serious? And should we take it seriously? And no one is willing to write him off. Not after Donald Trump. Not, no. not after what we saw in 2016. You know what's so funny is I did a story in where I interviewed him a couple of weeks ago, and I got all these messages on Twitter from people going, you're such a joke. How can you take this guy seriously? I feel bad for you writing this story and i was like how can anyone say that in this moment in time when a few years ago no one would have believed that donald trump would be sitting in the oval office and here he is here he is like we have to take this stuff seriously now but he went out to iowa and it seems as though he is starting to try and build some sort of a, a constituency in iowa uh and he said quote when they go low I say hit back harder, end quote, which is absolutely, I think, where Democrats need to be. So how are Democrats planning on hitting back harder? Uh, I think they're still trying to figure that out. Yeah. I think um, this is a party that is um, seriously lacking in identity still, very much so, and is still trying to figure out who they are and what they are and where they need to be. So I think yeah, yeah. they are... <laughs> They are trying to figure out um, what their playbook looks like, but I think they want someone who um, can get in there. I think a lot of people kind of like um, what Kamala Harris did, the senator from California, how she has been willing to take on um, people during um, you know Senate um, committee hearings, and she's been ready to kind of fire back at um, these Trump administration officials. Um, and so I think they're wanting someone to be more like that than someone who's willing to kind of, um, you know, play nice guy and just be above it all. So I think, you know, people are wanting that more and more. And I think um, what uh, Alfinati is probably onto something, um, you know, I talked to some people for the story who are still saying, um, I don't think that this is, you know, where we need to be. I think that we sort of need to um, – you know, see where it goes. And um, I don't think we need to play the bad guy. But, you know, Trump has continued to prove, I mean, we're, we're talking about a guy who this week called someone a dog. And it's only going to get worse, I think. And you can no. imagine what a 2020 election would look like. So you can't just say, okay, I'm not going to play in this playground. I'm not going to play in the sandbox with this guy. I think you need to kind of ruffle his feathers as much. Of course, a lot of people say, well, once you do that, that backfires. Yeah. Um, and they, they point out that, you know, everyone who tried to do that in 2016, Marco Rubio, for instance, or Jeb Bush, when they tried to kind of, <laughs> you know, take him on, it, it backfired. Um, and, well, and that's sort of what Trump's good at. Yeah. I was gonna, The other thing about it is, you know, Hillary Clinton, who, who again, sort of adopted that message in in the way that she spoke, she also, you know, hit. Um, Donald Trump on, you know, his terrible behavior towards women and things like that. And the problem, of course, is Mm -hmm. she's married to Bill Clinton, who also Mm -hmm. has a pretty terrible track record of how he has treated women. And so, like, is there then, like, a whole separate problem, right, of, like, you can't hit that hard unless you've got your own house in order? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think she kind of faced that in a lot of ways. There was a bit of a double standard with her, and John and I report that in Shattered, you know, how she kind of wanted to, to be the presidential one, and, and her aides sort of coached her to kind of um, to not go after him, to kind of, you know, talk about policy and be above it all. Um, and, and he made it really awkward for her. And, and then I think she kind of regressed it because she kind of expresses as much in her book that she wishes she could, you know, replay the tape and say, yeah. you know, whatever she said. But um, she, she clearly wanted to get nastier with him. But there was a, she kind of walked up to that line and didn't cross it. And I think Democrats need to be more willing to do that in 2020. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I remember the debates as nasty as they got. You know, there was, a, I mean, her attack on Donald Trump was completely diffused when mm-hmm. he brought in some of the women yeah. that accused him of sexual harassment or sexual assault or, or, or any, of the, any of the other stories that were out there. It's really hard to stand up there and and pick a fight with him over his behavior towards women when you're also looking at the like multiple women that have accused your husband of the same thing. Right. Right. It was a really awkward moment for her. And and he made it so like at the very last minute so that people wouldn't even have time to kind of properly prepare her for it. Um, So she kind of, you know, it's hard to say what, I I don't even know what I would have done in that case or what I would have advised. I probably would have, you know, in hindsight kind of done what she, what, what she had done, which is to kind of be above it. But I don't think you can play that game anymore. So uh, I, I, I agree with you 100%. I just I don't think that this is a game that Democrats can play if they want to win. So is this something that Democrats are going to try and adopt sort of down all the way down the ticket? Or is this going to be like the big issue in 2020? Or how, how are we going to see this start to roll out? Do you get any sense of what that's going to start looking like? Well, it's funny because we, um, my colleague Mike Lillis posed this question to um, the DCCC, um, an official there, who essentially said, "We're not, we're not doing that kind of thing right now. What, what's effective for Democrats is to talk about policy issues, bread, bread and butter issues. Mm. Um, so they're, they're essentially saying for the midterms, they're not willing to, you know, to be the nasty guy. But I think that's all going to change in 2020 when um, I don't think." Uh, President Trump is going to tone down his rhetoric. I think it's going to get increasingly <laughs> <laughs> understatement, right? Look, po- politics are weird, and we never know what's going to happen. But, Amy, I think you're right about that. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's going to change. <laughs> yeah. And so I, it's only going to get worse. And so they're essentially going to have to seize the ground to him and, and essentially allow him to – can you imagine he's already calling people names, Pocahontas. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to pick on Kamala Harris anytime soon. Oh, sure. You know, he, he picks on people he's threatened by, I think. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's the name-calling has started. It's only going to get worse. And so Democrats have to kind of figure out, okay, so how do we tackle this? This didn't really work for Republicans in 2016. How can we be more effective at pushing back on him? Yeah, yeah. Amy Parnes from The Hill. You can read her great work at thehill.com and check out her book with co-author John Allen. The book is Shattered, all about Hillary Clinton's doomed campaign which a big big part of it was this when they go low we'll go high uh it didn't work out well for hillary clinton so i'm glad to see the democrats at least some of them are are willing to um, change that tactic a little bit amy thank you so much for joining us i really appreciate it thanks peter this was fun
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.